The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. The views and opinions expressed in the commentaries and or interviews in the following program are solely those of the individuals and are not views of Poppy Chulo Radio, its parent, affiliate, or subsidiary companies. Welcome to Queen Sugar's Court, the unofficial Queen Sugar Internet radio show exclusively on poppychuloradio.com. Poppychulo Radio, pop culture on demand. Today is Sunday, September 25th, 2016, and I am your host, Carla Stillwell. During tonight's broadcast, we're going to recap, review, and dissect the latest episode of Owns. Queen Sugar. This week, I would like to welcome my esteemed co-host, Chris Impact Sutton. Hi, hey, Chris. How you doing? Yeah, yeah. So excited to have you. So let's jump into our recap of season one, episode four, titled The Darker Sooner. And it aired on 9-21, September 21st. 2016 that was Wednesday here's the official synopsis of the episode the borderline siblings attempt to move on with their lives in the aftermath of their father's sudden passing Ralph Angel struggles to run the family farm amid setbacks Charlie resumes managing her husband's troubled professional basketball career and legal issues despite their strained relationship and Nova seeks justice for a friend's son who she believes has been wrongfully imprisoned which gives rise to issues between her and Ralph Angel. Mm. Let's let's check on these ratings for this episode of Queen Sugar. Episode 4 drew 1.52 million viewers, which is down by about um, a half a point. I think last week it was a round number at 2 million. Mm. So those have dropped just a touch, but they are actually bumping up against American Horror Story. I was just about to say. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> so, you know, your DVR, you got to choose. Gotta choose. Yeah. A lot of TV. A lot of TV. <laughs> now, <clears throat> here we go. Chris, mm. in 30 seconds, and I, I promise you, it can't be more than 30 seconds. I'm very strict about this. All right. <laughs> what was your initial reaction to this episode? And go. Nova, Nova, Nova. Um, I feel like. This was definitely her her shiny moment within the series as a character um, on just multiple levels when it came to her career, when it came to her dynamics with the family. Like, I just feel like we really saw her strength and her determination. Um, and we also saw um, how basically running this farm is going to be a lot more difficult for the borderline family. Did I catch the 30 minute? 
I mean, thirty seconds. <laughs> you, you you were about forty. You were about forty five seconds. I'm gonna let you slide since you knew. I'm gonna let you slide since you knew. <laughs> oh, I should have stuck with the Nova, 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 and just left it as that. <laughs> damn, 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 Nova, Nova, Nova. Uh, this this week to me was about Polo Tink Tink Ralph Angel, mm. like just watching Polo Tink Tink try to fight his way out of his own way. Mm. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Trying to fight his way out of his own way. I was like, Lord Bejeebus. <laughs> I think he was like Lord Bejeebus because how <laughs> the decisions he was making. But I think a lot of that was, you know, revolving around his pride. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, as a man, as a father. And considering the fact that uh, Nova and, uh, oh, I'm going to forget her name, um, Charlie. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can kind of already tell that they have their doubts when it comes to Ralph Angel being able to handle this responsibility. Um, and Ralph is trying to prove, or Ralph Angel is trying to prove that he's capable of doing this. You yeah. know, even though in this episode, I don't really know, but you know. Yeah, well, we, we don't know. Um, before we get into this thorough recap, though, here's... Um, our announcer to remind you, you people listening out there, you, how you can interact with us. Follow us on Tumblr, queensugarscourt.tumblr.com. Follow Poppy Chula Radio on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, and YouTube, at Poppy Chula Radio. Do you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns? Email us via contact at poppychularadio.com. Help support Poppy Chula Radio financially by visiting gofundme.com slash poppychularadio. Are you interested in joining the Poppy Chula Radio team as an on-air personality or blog contributor? Email talent at poppychularadio.com. Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio programs by visiting poppychularadio.com slash archives. You can also download tonight's broadcast and the rest of the series through iTunes. Just search for Queen Sugar's Court and subscribe. Thanks to our announcement. Now, I like to break this episode, this um, show into scenes, okay? I give each scene my own little name because I'm a playwright, so this is what I do. I like to name things. All right. So, the first scene... I named it 100,000 Coints. Yeah, with a T and an S. Okay. 100,000 Coints. Charlie sent Ra, as they call him, the Coint uh-huh. to get this farm started. And Remy tried to help. Mm-hmm. Lord Bajibas. Mm-hmm. Your, mm-hmm. your thoughts. Oh, geez. Um, once again, um, and I think this is a, a, an important lesson that hopefully Ralph Angel learned in this episode. It never hurts to ask for help. Mm-hmm. It just never hurts. Like, if you feel like you're a little bit over your head, you know, uh, regardless if you have the money, the time, you know, if you think you have the, the I don't know, the drive to make things happen. If, 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 if you just feel a little bit unsure, especially when there's large sums of money involved, mm-hmm. it just doesn't hurt to ask for help. And it was so many people who stepped in like, hey, do you need a little bit of help? I can't think of, because um, I don't know if this was an opening scene as well, too. But I believe, uh, 
Charlie's unofficial new boo. Do you know who I'm talking about? Oh, Remy. Remy. His Remy. Yeah, Remy. sorry about yeah. that. That's his name, Remy. Mm -hmm. Okay. I thought you were talking about the Remy and Charlie's hair, but that's another uh -huh. <laughs> We're not talking about <laughs> Okay, so Remy. Okay, so yeah, like Remy came through and was like, hey, you know, if you need anything, I got you. Like, you know, and I, you know. I just couldn't figure out why. When Remy showed up, it was like God himself dropped that help in front of you. Yeah. Remy was just, he had no reason to be in your cipher, but there he was. And yeah. you know he knows everything and everybody. Everybody. And yeah. he says to you, do you need any help? Mm-hmm. Why you didn't just say, man, I do need some help. <laughs> man, What? Register with the fall. I ain't even thought about that. Jeebus, why? Why? You saw that look. Yeah, like, like I think Remy made a comment. Like, did you, did you do this? And he was like, a, a what? <laughs> <laughs> like, you burned up half a day trying to get that done. Cause right. you hadn't. You know, like I was like, but there's old fine Remy. And yeah. first, and let me just say this. I just have to say because on the other shows that I. Um, am on and host. I, I make it very clear. I am going to objectify fine ass men. I'm going to put it out there for the world to know that there's fineness happening on television and I'm looking at it. At all times. At all times with my eyes. Yeah. I just felt cheated in this episode because Remy did not have on his cowboy hat enough. <laughs> there I said. <laughs> but back to my point. <laughs> And I think the point we're both making. Why didn't he just have some help? You know, but once again, that's that's the pride right there. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, Ralph Angel is like the grade A, you know, like, you know, I'm a man's man, you know, I could do this on my own, I got this or whatever. And I mean, also I feel like he really wants to prove his prove his himself as a a truly I don't know, beneficial part of this 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 family now. Like, you know, his dad is gone, you know, he has his sisters who seem to have, you know, their lives and their careers. And here's Ralph Angel, you know, an ex-con, felon, trying to get his life right, trying to make, you know, um, you know, just a just a I guess a safe space and a nurturing space for his son. Mm -hmm. And he he just wants the opportunity to really prove himself. But I feel like again, he he showed his um I don't want to say immaturity, mm. but yeah, he showed his immaturity That's a little what bit. It was. That was like <laughs> yeah. anytime because I'm I will tell my age, I am 43. Mm. Anytime I'm feeling feeling overwhelmed and somebody that I trust just magically calls me or mm. just magically shows up at the Starbucks where I'm mm -hmm. I'm at and they say, How's it going? And I'm like, Man, I'm doing this, this, and they're like, Do you need help? At my old age, I'm going, yes, Jeebus, please <laughs> help me. Somebody help me. Yeah. But, and, and, but we all know at, at 23, would we have done that? Oh, yeah. Wow. At 23, listen, I would have probably been at the mall, at the club. You um, got your hands on 100,000. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 100,000 coins. Yeah, I, like I could be like, hey, y'all can keep this fine. Like, I, I'm good. Like, you know, and what's so funny is that, like, you think like $100,000, which is a nice sum of money, 
But you think, you know, like $100,000, you know, this will last me for a lifetime. But once again, if this happened to many people, regardless of age, you know, they get a nice stack of cash. They think, oh, you know, I'm good. And within, I don't know, a month, a couple of weeks, could be a couple of days, they dead broke again. So if you don't know how to manage your money, you could still be out here dead broke within a day or two, you know. And we, we saw a little bit of that. Like Ralph Angels seems to have the right, I think, um, mindset in terms of like, hey, I want to make this farm um, into something lucrative for my family. So that's that's good. Like he wants to right. invest. Like he's not trying to spend it. But he just doesn't know how to do it. Exactly. True. Right. Yeah. Oh boo. <laughs> oh baby. Still, so no. we got some more to talk about with him in a little bit. Mm. Let's move on to the what I like to call the snatch test. Uh oh. The snatch test is when your husband sleeps with a hired sex worker. Mm. What do you do? Mm-hmm. You go to the doctor and you get your snatch tested. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Charlie had to go get her snatch looked at mm. to make sure she didn't have no houses in Virginia or no <laughs> other crawlies, yeah, or no, yeah. no, no creatures, or no <laughs> warts. Yeah. Oh, I have to say since we're we're. We're meeting each other for the first time in this moment, Chris and Pac Sutton, the first Esquire. Yeah. That I loathe Davis. I loathe him. Mm. Her husband makes my asshole want to dip a snuff, as my grandmother would say. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's very true. <sighs> So after she gets her snatch tested, mm-hmm. then she got to go try to right this ship. Mm-hmm. So Charlie is trying desperately to keep up this business. Mm-hmm. And she mm-hmm. had one of my favorite lines of this episode when she says, Goldie, you got me out here looking crazy for a whole name, Goldie. <laughs> That was the line. That was definitely the line of the episode. Yeah. Yeah. Even though, I mean, it, it could have been worse. You know, I mean, you know, the sex worker could have been named, I don't know, um, Alize, you know, um, Hennessy. <laughs> I just I just think a whole name Goldie is low down. Because that's, you know why that's so low down? Because wow. that's not even a 21st century hoe's name. True enough, yeah. Alize is a 21st century <laughs> That is the new millennial whole name. <laughs> a whole name, Goldie, like that's some old 1973 black exploitation <laughs> whole name. I agree. I agree. That's I agree. what made that so terrible. That's what made that so awful. Mm-hmm. Like she's running through this office, she's snapping up the heads of white people. Like, shut up, white people! This is my husband's career. She's being real aggressive and angry. Mm-hmm. And here, Davis comes slinking in. I just want to know why you' so mad at me because you slept with a hoe named Gold. <laughs> like the only thing that comes to my mind when I hear the name Goldie is like, old girl is up, you know, stealing people oatmeal. Porridge, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's 
sleeping in folks' beds, you know, that's Goldie, you know. You know what I think of? I think of, um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Beyonce's character from Goldfinger. Goldfinger. Uh, <laughs> forget that. Cleopatra Pratchett Jackson or whatever. Jeez, Foxy, yeah. Cleopatra or whatever yeah. her name is. That's, that's what I enough. think when I think of a whole name Goldie. Mm-hmm. That's, I'm just telling you what I. See, that's, I was about to say. So, 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 Davis doesn't charm you with his exceptionally good looks and you know, and in well trimmed hairline and you know. Davis is a waste of fine. Black <laughs> goes to die. <laughs> that's the best way to put it. <laughs> a waste Davis of fine. Davis on my nerves. He's a waste of fine. I'm gonna tell you why. As a woman that has dealt with that excuse making. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know where you want to go. I'm not going to call it what I see because we on this good podcast and I don't want my producer to click in and tell me he got to edit out these profanities. <laughs> right. But Davis, but. but Davis has said he sets men back 1,000 years. He's a caveman and a Neanderthal. And though for that first episode, for the first half of it, I looked at his gestuation mm-hmm. and I said, I saw that whole situation under his clothes. Mm-hmm. But then when the video popped up while she was at the game and he had raped that woman. Mm. Oh, so you just going straight to it. Like, it ain't no allegations. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm. No, he he had the whole name Goldie over his shoulder, True. carrying True. her into the room unconscious. Mm-hmm. He's out. He is mm-hmm. out. Yeah, and the and, fact that he consistently tries to redirect, you know, everything around his universe and make everything about him, you know, his feelings, you uh, know, his career, <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, I mean, I couldn't have raped her. She was a whore. You, shut up. Shut up, shut up, Davis. <laughs> Punch you in the face. Talk through, through my teeth. <laughs> so then, you know, we, we move through the episode. We get to my favorite couple, couple Aunt Violet and Hollywood. <laughs> uh, I love Aunt Violet and Hollywood, even though I feel like it's something going on with that, too. But, you know. What's the name? What do you think is going on? I don't know. I, I just feel like... Mm, like... Hollywood seems like a really, really good guy. And I don't want to kind of jump to those like common cliche conclusions that, you know, he's doing Violet dirty in some way. But it the fact, I don't know, like, because I guess he works out of state. I don't he's know. If a, he tra- I think he's a truck driver. I think a truck driver. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I just, and you know what really called me? And this is this is a quick little throwback. I ain't gonna hang on it too long, but I think it was in episode two ish mm-hmm. uh, when Hollywood was pick, picking up Violet from work. Cause I think she was oh the, yeah, when uh, um, what was her name? I don't remember her name. When Did she was, have a name? <laughs> yeah, she had a name because um, she because she told her by Brenda. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but she was, you know, she was clearly like flirting heavy. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, Hollywood was kind of nonchalant about it, but it, I don't know. I don't know what that was about, but it, it clearly, like, she was like flirting with Hollywood. Violet came up, like, she saw it, but she didn't really question it. So I don't know. Like, it's I don't know. I, but 
I see where you going. I smell what you cook. <laughs> like I'm frying but a little bit of fish. I guess I you you frying a little fish, and I smell <laughs> what you cooking. Yeah. But I have to say, it would break my whole heart if Hollywood was not the stand-up guy that they have built him up to be. Like one of the men on this show has to be stand up. Ooh. Now, Remy will be <laughs> standing up soon. I'm so <laughs> well, chicka, well, well. Yeah. Right now right. the good guy is Hollywood, and any any large um, chocolate American man mm. that's standing in the kitchen frying eggs in a towel for me. Yeah, is what's up. I I hear you. I'm Team Hollywood right now. I but I, but he but he was taking that flirt. He was taking yeah. that flirt. Uh, yeah. I see. I smell it. I smell it. I smell uh -huh. it. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I'm hoping for the best too, because I mean, I, I mean, I really love their dynamic, and I feel like one thing about this show that I've seen so far, we only in, you know, it's only been three episodes, but it really seems to be trying to find new ways to kind of explore. The black family that we typically mm -hmm. don't see, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, agree. like, I want to say they're trying to avoid, cause, you know, that's that's the comic cliche. Oh, you know, you got this, you know, good guy, but he works out of town. That means he must be cheap. That's that's too easy. That's too easy. It that's is too easy. And the other thing about it is, I love to see a a female male May December romance mm. because we don't get to see the the those of us who are um creeping toward middle age and beyond mm -hmm. get to have us a young tender tasty mm -hmm. morsel mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you know they be getting it too oh yeah he be <laughs> all up in that uh in that uh change of life yes <laughs> he be changing he be up in that change of life yes dropping his babies off at the pool <laughs> i'm so nasty listen it is 10 o'clock <laughs> on a sunday night you might as well be <laughs> it's, it's past it's past the christian hours yes Un unless you pentecostal <laughs> just leave a church right now anyway so then um charlie mm -hmm. who gets on my nerves too we'll get into that later uh drops this boy off to school and it was all this shade mm -hmm. from his paparazzi around and this girl's mama she's just like ew Ooh, ooh! I was about to say like, Charles should have jumped at that whatever the luxury car they were riding in, and just be like, um, like Becky, <laughs> like, I'm, gonna need you to, I'm gonna need you to check your face. <laughs> like, check your face. What's this? Right. But then here's what to your point about Nova, Nova, Nova. So we finally find out in this episode what Nova has been doing. Mm -hmm. Nova has been working on this story. She's been chasing the story about criminal justice and young black men. And that's how she's connected to the young man that she went to visit in prison. Because I didn't know where that was going right. for the first two episodes. And how she... And... What did my notes say? Oh, and also now we know how she's met her secret boo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> so we know that it has been this the story she's been in mm -hmm. and her work with these young black men who have been unfairly and unjustly incarcerated with these mm -hmm. horrible sentences uh, that has um, that she's been like consumed with. Right, right. Take something yeah. straight out of the news headlines right now. Oh. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. So, I mean, what 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 are your thoughts? What are your thoughts about her story? Because you, this was your Ooh, yeah. Nova. So let's talk about this it. This is when yeah, I became like the number one fan in the Nova fan club. Um, yeah, I, the thing about Nova, what I really like, um, and what I really like about like just the presentation of these characters um, as a whole in this show, is that Nova is very. Uh, multi-layered she's multi-dimensional you know um but i feel that when it comes to uh fighting for her family and fighting for her beliefs um she's very much committed to that um and you know one thing that i think uh i, I want to say it, it challenges nova's character a little bit but you know nova being this very upfront i i don't know if i want to call her a a black activist, but she's very active in fighting for justice within the black community, at the very least. And the fact that she has um, this relationship with this, you know, gorgeous white man, you know, but this white man, um, I think it kind of shows like how complex her character really is. Because you would think, like, you know, she'll be on this whole tip of, you know, I'm all about fighting the injustices against black folks, so I'm all about black love, black family, whatever. But, you know, she's deeper than that. Um, but what I really loved about her in this episode in particular is the fact that we saw how far she's willing to go to fight towards justice, to people who are suffering a multitude of injustices. You know, um, mm -hmm. this young boy, you know, she knows that he shouldn't be in prison, period. You know, right. and right. the fact that she is so committed in doing what she has to do as a journalist, using her platform and bringing that to uh, the masses so people can see, so people can be aware of what's really going on behind the scenes. Like when she goes to her uh, her news editor and, you know, they had like, it's funny because I think it was the first episode when he called her in mm -hmm. and she was basically like, don't, don't waste my gas. Like, don't waste my time. I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. Well, when she came back to him, like, you know, she didn't play it off. Like, you know, I'm so sorry. She's like, no, 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 no. Like, this is what's important. And she got him to the point where he even realized, like, this is what we need to be talking about within this publication. Like, this is, we need to be talking about the real issues within our community, not gossiping and rumors and things like that. Um, so, like, I, I really just loved how determined she was and how committed she was to her cause. Um, also, like, how they kind of played into the fact that here she is, you know, fighting for this young boy who is just unfairly in prison. Um, but, you know, when she called uh, Ralph Angel about the, the, what was the sugar cane, I believe mm -hmm. it was? Well, Ralph Angel was trying to call her, call her to get yeah. in touch with her. He was trying to get in his own little immature boy way. He was trying mm -hmm. to get some support. Mm -hmm. And she was very anxious. And I'm on the story and being mm -hmm. very aggressive with him. And he says, you know, you care more about those your other yeah. boys than you do me because yeah. when i was locked up you only came to see me twice so that was um, a that was a ding 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 moment that's when you, you start 
she sat there, she kind of gagged for me. She's like, dang, he, he did kind of get me on that. Like, like she was like, ooh, <laughs> ooh, right. ooh. Got a a little bit. Ooh, like, let me, let me. She was like, let me finish this up so I can get home right. and, and, and cook some collard greens for my baby brother and yeah. and and read a story to my nephew yes. and get my life together because you saw it all on her face. I was at, I was not shocked one second when she ended up at Vi's house yes. making making collard greens. I love it for the family. I, it, was so real. it was so real. Like I mean, because you you were able to see how it led to that. Any you of know? us with a black family knows when and black siblings i have my sister who i hurt her feelings at least twice a month so uh according to her uh-huh. it was like let me call this let me send this broad a picture of some kittens or something let, <laughs> let her know so i'm thinking nice about it because it's all that on no yeah, I, love, I loved about it how you talk like she came in to cook collard greens because at first i wasn't like i was i mean at the end of the day you know that's a southern family so you know they brought the cooks and stuff through but when right. uh hollywood came through and i guess he smelled ham <laughs> he was like is you making ham hog? <laughs> and then she had she had made his pie it was yes. a kind of it. I'm like, this is this is what when we as a uh, black women who are I am from Chicago, but my people were from Mississippi. Mm-hmm. I said it just right like now. that. So right I was raised with way more southern sensibilities than anything. And mm-hmm. when you upset your black relatives, mm-hmm. the only way to make it right is collard greens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Banana food. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Uh, Got to throw some cornbread too, real quick. Nice cornbread. You know, you can make anything right with a pot of cabbage. These are things. <laughs> you really can. <laughs> you speak to the choir right here. You know, like, so that's what, so in that moment, Nova was like, let me hurry up so I can go here and help Avi make this cabbage and these, these cottage greens. I love it. For these boys. But here, it. but here, and here's the other thing, Nova. One of my notes I wrote: Nova plus the ACLU equals the truth. Did you catch? Did you catch that current mo- new millennium tea mm-hmm. that she dropped? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, of course. So, because they're selling these, uh, because these prisons are making so much money, mm-hmm. the money that the for-profit prisons make go to pay off the police department's salaries. Mm-hmm. I said, huh? mm-hmm. I was sitting here. Again. And is clutching my pearls like, yes, tell the <laughs> truth. Tell the truth, Oprah and yes. a- It was like Nova just hacked into the Matrix and just broke all the white supremacy. Just like. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, a white, white supremacy binary code. So right. falling down in the street. <laughs> I mean, like. Chicka, chicka, chicka. I, said, no. I think I think Violet Red was reading her um her article, and mm-hmm. I mean Nova went in, you know. Yes, she did she went in? So Nova, Nova, um, and this is what I wrote about Violet. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a T-shirt out in this bay. It okay. says Bay in big letters, and in parentheses it says Best Auntie Ever. Oh, I love it. She Violet is the bay. Like yes. she is the best auntie ever. Yeah. She's the most supportive. She's the most truth telling. She's mm. the harshest with the kindest hand. Mm-hmm. She's the most nurturing 
I I believe I am I believe I'm that. My niece and nephew have told me that I'm that for them. Mm. And I think everybody needs an odd vibe. Everything when she was reading that girl's article, she was in it like girl. Mm -hmm. Like she she had a little popcorn next to it, like (laughs) demons. What is this? What's happening here? (laughs) Yes. She is the most supportive. But that is one of the greatest black female characters I've seen on television. You're talking about Bay? I'm talking about my Bay. I'm talking about my (laughs) Like that is a great character. She is. She really is. And you know what? And in I think it was in the last episode as well, too. Um, when she kind of spoke about well, maybe it was in this episode, but when she was speaking about her her fears of Hollywood leaving or why she didn't want Hollywood to leave. And she was talking about how she just didn't feel, you know, right after she lost her brother, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that's, that's, that's very real, um, you know, for a lot of families, you know, I know right. in my family, you know, um, my parents have lost siblings and they feel that emptiness. Even, even if you no. have a situation where, you know, like you, like you said with your sister even a little bit where you're hurting her feelings at least twice a month it you know what I'm saying that's, that's your sister at the end of the day you know what oh, I'm saying if something happened to my Angela y'all would have to just just shoot me with a tranquilizer gun oh. just put so I could go to bed for a month like I don't even want to be awake <laughs> I just, oh, just put me to sleep so I can sleep through it so that this is over when I wake up because right. I can't do it because it's so real it. it's, it's so real so I mean and that's what Violet is going through right now. Like, right. I mean, she's she's still loving and caring and honest, and she's there. But you could definitely tell that she's dealing with her own um, emotions and feelings. But that's the- why she's a great character, right? Because it is a black woman that is vulnerable. Mm-hmm. It's not that strong black woman shit. It's not those cliches. She's mm-hmm. not the greatest auntie because she's holding it down and she's. Florida Evans and she only breaks down once when she breaks the damn punch <laughs> ball. Right. Like she's not that woman. Right. She's a real, honest human being that cries and feels mm. insecure and feels sad and through all of that can still be the bay. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's still making some ham hocks. Exactly. Had a cake and oven. And it's still. <laughs> I don't want your ignorant ass to leave, but I'm going to bake you this pie and I'm going to trust you. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I love it's, it. Yeah. That's real. It's real. Yeah. Let's let's move through this um, Charlie, Micah, mm. Davis mm. shenanigans. Mm. So much. Like, they, there were so many shenanigans with them three. <laughs> back so, to back. Like boom, 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 boom. <laughs> so she dropped his last off at school. Of course, he wasn't worried about learning. He had his tongue down that little girl throat. Why you had to go in like that though? Well, like, I, she dropped his little ass off. I, because I, I, I'm just gonna tell you, I am, I am prejudiced against okay. Charlie Davis and Micah. I don't like mm-hmm. none of them. I, I don't like none of them. I just got to be honest. I don't like them characters. And mm-hmm. I said this on our previous recordings, and you'll hear me say it again. Mm-hmm. This is a testament to great actors. Mm-hmm. When you can thoroughly despise their character like that, mm-hmm. it is a testament to great actors. Those are three really good actors. Because mm-hmm. I can't stand those. <laughs> <damn>. <laughs> 
Ooh. even though Charlie about to get with your um boo, Remy. I, I, I you know what like, like when when Remy Remy stand up when he stand up at the podium for that. Uh, <laughs> Remy, you know Remy is gonna humanize her I and hope. make it right, and then Remy will also be a real father figure to mm-hmm. Micah and make him pick a cotton or something to uh, sugar <laughs> and, and teach that boy how to live. Cause that child don't know how to live yet. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> It's so true though. And we was on that farm though. I was like, boy, all you doing is sitting in that room on your phone, like with your little girlfriend. Like you, need, you ain't got no hair on your chest yet. You need no. to learn to live, little boy. <laughs> so anyway, she drops the last off school. He ain't learning nothing. He run around with his tongue down little Becky Junior's throat. Mm-hmm. He then Ooh. he, huh? Oh, what? What? What you going I, I just had because I feel like, like. Maybe I shouldn't say that. <laughs> but Child. why would I say that? I, you see what your father's going through right now. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you want to be a little bit careful. But you know what? Let's let's carry on. <laughs> because, okay, so now you got your throat down, little Becky Jr.'s throat, mm-hmm. your tongue in the mouth. So now you got to, I'm so in love. So you're going to go to her house and y'all up in her room. And then she shows you the videos that people have made on the Tumblr page. Mm-hmm. Uh, you and her doing some old bullshiggery and shenanigans but mm. you were so emotional oh. and she's like no it's not you it's because of your father and I love you put it inside me but wait <laughs> but wait he can't put it inside you cause her hater ass mama Becky senior mm-hmm. D- Darth Becky is what we'll call her mm-hmm. comes in you have to leave and you're not supposed to be here me 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 I don't respect your father Mm. Basically, just say it. Just say, I think your father's a rapist, and I don't want you in my house. Which I don't but, want you with your new money in my house. Like that's Becky what, Jr. Becky Jr. called her out real quick because she was trying to come in there with a lame excuse, talking about like, oh, you know, we gotta go to this dinner. And Becky Jr. talking about what dinner? Oh, you know, with the the other Beckys. And she like, we went there <laughs> yesterday. Like, like we've been, we been rolling with those Beckys. <laughs> She's like, girl, what you talking about? <laughs> right. So this, so then, so the boy leaves. Oh, okay, I feel weird, but I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna be emotional and I'm gonna leave. Mm-hmm. Then he sees her at school. Why haven't you talked to me? What's going on? And she's walking. I'm walking fast. I'm a Becky. I'm moving quickly. I'm emotional. I'm a Becky. So she's walking all fast. <laughs> it's true though. And <laughs> And then he snatches her, he turns her around. Why would you talk to me? And she's like, because I'm a Becky. And then her (laughs) And then Dark and then Darth Becky swoops in with a dark cloud and goes, Uh Becky Jr. Come here. Come with me. Like, I was like, ooh, is that James Earl Jones? And then they leave. Now, all of this time, Charlie's running around doing this subterfuge. She got her manager getting information. All of she's like, she got her manager pulling, trying to figure out what these other players are doing because the rest of the team has sold her husband out. Out, yes. All the way out. We don't know him. Sold him for three magic beans and a sheep. Mm-hmm. Sold him out. Mm-hmm. She's like, okay, coach, you know we saved you, and I want to know what they had on his ass, by the way. Yeah, because, I mean, she she opened that door. She definitely opened it. <laughs> and I was like, you know, why don't you walk all the way in? So Just we come can know tell us. 
<laughs> I thought I was the only one looking at the screen like, girl, yeah, can't tell. come on. <laughs> she didn't say, I'll sue you, though. Like, <laughs> but that's whatever. Yeah. It's like, well. Mm. And then he says the magic words. Bitch, I can't help you because there's a rape kit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Goonie Goo Goo. She had the full RCA dog. She was like, Rawr. Mm-hmm. So then, okay, so this stuff is going on with this little boy. She done done her recon to figure out who the lawyer was. Uh-huh. I can't find her name because I love that actress. I can't think of that. Yeah, actress. I've seen her in so many different projects. You know, she she spent a lot of time <laughs> back in the Dizzy on the original Law and Order. Mm. She, mm. Was, she was one of the go-to defense attorneys mm-hmm. on the original Law and Order. I love that actress. Mm-hmm. She kept it real too, though. Uh, <laughs> she kept uh, all one hundred. And what's her name? Estelle Peterson. It's a pleasure. Is what <laughs> I said when you walked in. <laughs> Estelle Peterson. It's a pleasure. Uh-huh. Yes, she walked in. They walked in. She had her gray hair twisted back, looking regal and lovely. Mm-hmm. And she gave them the tea. She was like, "Look at her." I can get this business. I can get these inflammations. I already know about it because I've been out here researching this bra for these other people, but they didn't mm-hmm. come. Their money, money wasn't right as yours. So, right. <laughs> right. That's what it was. She was like, y'all came with this right coin, so I, I represent you now. Mm-hmm. And um, we can get to her. And, you know, for a price, since she's a call girl, we mm-hmm. can make this go away. And there go Davis. And then you want to know why I don't like this family. <laughs> what Davis do? No, you tell me. What did Davis do? Uh, well. With his punk act. Out, outside of taking the opportunity where he might have been able to save his career, he jumps in. He interrupts. It's like, nah, nah, nah. I don't know exactly what he said, but it was pretty much like, Nah, we shouldn't do this. You know, like I got morals now. I don't think this but is no, right. No. He didn't say all that. Why? Because Charlie shut him the fuck up. Couldn't <laughs> figure out why he even thought he could speak. You can't talk anymore. Because <laughs> my whole thing is, is that like now you know you want to have morals and values. Now you want to live by a code of conduct. Like now you got things that you won't do. You know, or you don't feel like. They're the right thing to do in this situation. When we that whole entire family would be in that situation, it wasn't because of David's actions. You so butter, like, you butter Scotch American. <laughs> you don't damn well. You ain't got nothing else to say. You have no more decisions to make because you had relations with a whole name Goldie. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. Why are you talking? <laughs> oh, so then Charlie was like, fine. Find hole to give me the number. I just need this to go away. We done right. with it. Mm-hmm. So then she's getting calls from school. You have to come get your son immediately. <sighs> I mean, I would not just real quick. Like, I'm assuming, you know, Charlie Davis, the whole entire family. You know, they clearly got money in the bank. You know, mm-hmm. nannies and butlers and all of that. Don't you got somebody on your staff that can handle that? Like, <laughs> I don't. I feel like when I got money like that, you know, it's got to be a life and death situation. 
before like I step out of my way, you know, to be dealing with some childish mess. But you know, I guess Charlie, you know, still trying to be, you know, the upfront mother. She was just like, okay, you know, I handle it. So she goes to handle it, and mm-hmm. apparently there's a dick pic. Mm-hmm. And of course, Becky Jr. and Darth Becky are sitting there. Mm-hmm. Your son, you, I'm sorry, I have to do my Darth Becky for you. <laughs> your, your son, <laughs> Your son gave your black son sent his black penis to my black <laughs> to my creamy white daughter. <laughs> it's an abomination. <laughs> so <laughs> Oh my god. Oh just uh oh God, I was like, what the actual hell fingers is going on right now? <laughs> <laughs> How did this go from zero to dick pics in high school? Real like, quick. <laughs> Real quick. But like you said, Don Becky was doing the most, though. The oh, she, most. She did so much. It was so terrible. I'm like, how did we get from zero to dick pics? And why do you sound like James Earl Jones? <laughs> like, what is happening? And even with that, I mean, and, and I get it. I get the whole sexy thing and all that. But it's like, Number one, here you are trying to like just completely criminalize this boy. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I and at the end of the day, Darth Becky's been getting Charlie attitude since the beginning of the episode. Right. And a lot of that's coming from the fact that she's already trying to box this kid in the same box that Davis is in. You know, where your son ain't you know no different than your father, who everybody believes is a rapist. You know, which you may be, but the point of it is. Right. This don't got nothing to do with the boy. You know what I'm saying? No. So stop it. Stop so she was she was just doing she was doing everything and my daughter and blah blah blah. Like shut up. Right. So this kid runs out <laughs> like he runs out the clumps <laughs> leaves. Mm-hmm. So she chases him. You got back here right now. You got back here right now. And for one minute, I thought she was gonna parent. One minute, finally, I was like, finally, Charlie's going to parent. If you don't, you better. I said, yes, girl. <laughs> Threaten me this little punk ass. Threaten him. <laughs> and then he goes, but the picture wasn't mine. That wasn't my penis. Mother, no. <laughs> and then he runs and throws himself into the In car. In the car. Now that, that's what I've been like, boy, because number one, and I mean, I might be a little bit inconsiderate about this whole situation. I mean, I may be kind of, you know, ignoring some of the more serious issues revolving around all this. But if it's not your pick and you also realize, you know, Becky Jr. is cheating on you. Why are you pressed? You know what I'm saying? Why are you mad? Like, you should be actually kind of relieved. Because I would have walked right in there. This is the kind of kid I was. This is the kind of kid I was. I would have been like, that's not me. Let me show you. (laughs) I mean, since I'm being expelled anyway, you know, might as well go all the way. Uh, we can we can do it in here in the office so that everybody can see, or we can go in a private room and you can take a picture. What mm-hmm. you want to do? Because I was that kind of kid, which is why I stayed in the office and I stayed on detention because I don't play that. 
I would have been sitting there because number one, like you got me sitting up here getting expelled from school. I'm going through all this drama, and then I find out all it is is based off some lies. It's not even me. I wouldn't even left that office. Like soon as um Darth Becky was like, you know, it was his penis or whatever. I would have been like, you a lie. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I mean, I would have snapped so quick because Becky, the Beckys are putting the livelihood of Micah, his education, you know, on the line over something that he's not even at fault for. You know what but I'm saying? But here's the thing. This is why this show is important. Mm -hmm. This is an important show. It's important culturally for a reason. Because white women been lying on black men for millennia. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This, is, this is a common lie. Mm -hmm. When you get caught being a slutty Becky... Mm -hmm. Then it's because some white man raped you. I mean, mm -hmm. some black man raped you, whistled mm -hmm. at you. Uh, <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, red. You red. the instant vi victim. You know, it's like you know, you So you done got caught with this dick pic and you just gonna let it slide on this boy. Mm -hmm. You little Becky and right. Darcy. Be Ugh. But anyway, my whole thing was when is Charlie gonna parent? Cause he's gonna run. He runs and flings himself in this car like a twelve-year-old young lady. Mm. <sighs> Let's go, mom. Let's go. <laughs> First of all, who the fuck you yelling at? <laughs> Second of all, I'm paying for your education. I'm pretty sure the school ain't for free. It's not cheap. I'm like, boy. $300 jackets with crest on it. <laughs> Listen. You taking your black ass. <laughs> okay, Butterscotch Jr., you taking your ass in this room mm -hmm. and you are going to, if, if you got to pull yours out, this is what we're going <laughs> to do on, in here on this day in black history. Oh, oh. Like, I was like, who is the parent and who right. is the mini Vicky child? Right. Because I mean, because the thing with it is, I don't know, like you know, Charlie going through a lot. I know you still don't care, regardless, because you ain't here. Oh, for I'm but, but my whole thing is that with all the mess you're going through with Davis, who clearly could be guilty of all these allegations, I'd be damned if I was in Charlie's position to go through the same thing with my son. We're not having that. We're gonna cut oh, this no. off oh, no. real quick. We ain't about to deal with all this scandal. I'm already dealing with this with your daddy. No, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So we're gonna clear this up real quick. And I was kind of surprised that Charlie didn't pull that boy by the collar, by the ear, by whatever, drag him back into that school right in front of the principal, whatever. And like, listen, all this mess, this don't got nothing to do with this. It's this is all Becky. This is Dark Becky and Becky Jr. Okay, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, too like, much. Stop madness. Stop. You know. Like, so yeah. I was just, no, I, I just needed her to parent, and it didn't happen. But she hasn't been parenting him. He mm -hmm. gets too slick at the mouth, and I just, I'm going to need this to stop. As this ep as this season goes on, so that I don't start writing angry letters to the writers, I'm going to need her to pull, to reach down and get some authentic black mama so that I may see it with my eyes. Now, there are people who will say, but Carla Steelwell of the Southside Steelwells, <laughs> you should not say authentic black mama because there is more, more than one way to parent a black child. And I'll say, you right. You right, girl. You right. But there are some situations where we got to get down to base 
black parenting mm -hmm. and when Darth Becky and Becky Jr. are getting your son expelled from school and yeah. it ain't even his penis mm -hmm. we got to get down to the center of the Tootsie Roll Tootsie Pop mm -hmm. do you hear me we got to because what are you telling your son now you telling your son like so if, uh because I mean clearly I mean it's going on with his daddy but you know, if if a woman, a white woman, specifically accuses you of something, you just take that L. You don't question it. You don't fight back. <laughs> you just take right. that loss and go, no, nah. no, demons. no demons. And then after she deals with all of that, she got to go talk to um, what what what's, what's this Estelle woman? something. Estelle Peterson. Mm -hmm. she, um, she got to go talk to Estelle Peterson. It's a pleasure. Mm -hmm. And Estelle was like, I got, I got news. Mm -hmm. What's the news, girl? Well, mm -hmm. we found her. My people got in touch with her off the five hundred thousand dollars. I mm -hmm. gotta pay her all that money. All right, girl. Well, <laughs> well uh, you ain't gotta write that check, girl. Why mm -hmm. not, girl? Well, she don't want the money. Okay. <laughs> and scene. <laughs> so let me ask you this. Chris and Pat Sutton, the mm -hmm. third Esquire. There you go. Why? What are your suppositions about why Goldie the Hole would not take the coin? Mm. Well, you know, I mean, even though money can do a lot of things for you, you know, it can put a smile on your face, you know, um, sometimes it could turn you on, you know. Motivate you or whatever. Um, but at the end of the day, there's certain traumatizing events that take place in, 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 in an individual's life that money just can't heal. You can't just erase, you know? And for some folks, you know, I want to say uh, many people like this, but for some individuals, you know, they prefer justice over any type of monetary gain. And I think Goldie, you know, is really looking for justice. I mean, she's probably looking for a coin, too. But I really think she really wants to bring justice to what happened to her, you know? Um, you know, being a sex worker doesn't, you know, determine that you should be raped or sexually violated, you That's know? Real. Period. <laughs> Consent is a thing. So, you know, and that's... And, Actually, and this is where I could kind of agree with you on this um, on this Charlie hate. The fact that Charlie is trying to use the fact that Goldie is a sex worker and using mm -hmm. that as a way to justify what happened to her is some some BS. To say it's the some least. it is some <laughs> bull shite. Mm -hmm. And that and you hit it on the head at least for me mm -hmm. because when she was like, "What does she want?" I screamed at the TV, justice, bitch. <laughs> like, this is what I, I screamed. <laughs> like, what do you think she wants? This means, A, we already know there's a rape kit that has been done. Mm -hmm. So there's some DNA floating around out here. And your husband's got some of his swimmers on a swab right now. Mm -hmm. And that's why she ain't taking your money. Because mm -hmm. she, she was raped. She was violated. Mm-hmm. Oh, so yes, so all of that's going on, but let's move real quick through the unfortunate smut incident of 2016. Mm, mm, mm. Paul Ra Ra, mm -hmm. Paul Ralph Angel. Mm -hmm. So he went to the, the cane place, 
they were sold out of cane. He went and talked to his friend at work. He got his friend's cousin's cane. The cane was there. He called, He was happy. He spent $15,000 on the cane. He calls Remy, and Remy got an attitude when he sees the truck. Remy can, it's like Remy can smell it. Like he's like, thank you for coming, man. As soon as Remy gets out of his truck, he's like, did you check this cane? But I uh, see, and then the cane is full of smut. So mm-hmm. now Ralph Angel has a tantrum. Lord, no, the smut. <laughs> and Remy has to do what Remy has to do. Mm-hmm. He has to call his new bag. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And these was my notes I wrote. Remy be moistening them panties. Mm-hmm. Could you see how Charlie be just a giggling? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> it's not like you got a job. Oh, you do all this stuff. <laughs> oh, this nigga boy, you better talk to him. <laughs> I like, shut, girl. If you don't get that man some of your twagina and get it hopefully. I just this is this is what aggravate me though. I don't know about you. Mm-hmm. But I don't like flirtations to go on too long on show. Mm. I hear you. Because then what it turns into, you remember moonlighting? Mm, I wanna say yeah, but no. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. Back in the Disney, uh-huh. when it, um, Sybil Shepherd and Bruce uh, Willis both okay. they first like things that kicked their career. Well, it rebooted Sybil Shepherd's career, and mm. it was Bruce Willis's first like thing. The mm. show was on for five seasons. Okay. Um, the whole show was predicated on this flirtation that they had. Mm-hmm. It was all about the flirtation. Mm-hmm. And then when they finally got it together to have a, a tryst, they, everybody was so goddamn tired of them too. The show was off. Like, like you should have just kept them flirting for twenty. Because <laughs> by the time they got together, there was so there was absolutely no chemistry. It's like yeah. the idea that their characters had sex killed the relationship. Mm. And it was like I don't want to see this no more. Right. Right. This is why I don't like those type of long ass flirtations because at a certain point it becomes counterproductive to the storytelling yeah yeah because i mean we all see where it's going i mean we kind of we saw that spark like when remy and charlie first met like we know y'all gonna be knocking the boots you know we like her dad was freshly dead she was (laughs) (laughs) she was on it so country then he stood up. She was like, Jesus. Mm-hmm. I think, well, which episode was it? Well, it's only been three. I want to say it was the second episode where I want to say Nova peeped something between Charlie and Remy. I think it was, they were in a restaurant. I think they were, they were talking to Violet. Yeah, that was uh, episode two when she was like, what are you looking at? Right. <laughs> she peeped game. Was, you know? I mean, anybody that's around them, too. Mm-hmm. should be able to see it because she's like hey, let mm-hmm. me clean up after the potluck hey, <laughs> I'm going to put the cake away <laughs> oh he spent $15,000 that's okay <laughs> <laughs> what do you do again <laughs> <laughs> what do you do you can be my manager <laughs> 
like, and like I said, and, they, and they've done that exact scene between Remy and Charlie like three, four damn times in the past couple episodes. In like, like three episodes. <laughs> like over and over again. Like they never have a conversation without her just getting, just being real, getting wet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's like, like you said again, like just get to the point. You know what I'm saying? Because I want to say is how many episodes are we getting out of Clean Sugar this season? Like 10? Uh, thirteen, I believe. Oh, yeah, thirteen, actually. Okay, all right. Let me take that back. We got a little bit of time. But... No, we don't. No, we don't. <laughs> Not her panties is too hot, and he like, are you coming? You should come to this potluck and hear these farmers. I don't have time, boy. And then he's like, I'm just gonna write the address on this box. <laughs> and then she show up at the potluck. Stop it. <laughs> yeah, stop. You and then. It. Like he's standing there in his Mason's um, uniform at her father's funeral. She looking, he Mason, like whatever. Is it was twelve? It's twelve year old flirting, yeah. and I just need them to knock those boots. So here's a question: mm-hmm. The MVP, the most valuable player. Which character impressed you the most, and why? Now let me give you some rules, cause I I can see already that you'll do too much. Okay. Oh, oh okay. All right. Cause and you already know. I already know you'll do too much. Uh, state which character impressed you throughout this episode, and why. If someone has all, if someone has already mentioned that character, you are going to choose. You must select a different one. But on this time you get to go first dear okay well i think i already kind of put this i think you've there. already talked it yes <laughs> a little bit but you know I, but i'll you know reemphasize a little bit um nova was definitely my mvp she deserves the ring you know um and i mean the reason why is because i don't know like i just love a character a person who stays true to his or her word you know mm-hmm. And I see that for Nova. Like, I mean, she a mess too in her own way. Mm-hmm. But I mean, she's keeping it. Like, one thing definitely, I'm not gonna try to drag on too long. But um, we saw in the previous episode um, how she was basically telling you know the young boy who's been you know unfairly in prison to fight. You know, mm-hmm. and this could have led to why he wound up in the hospital in this episode. But mm-hmm. She's determined to tell his story, and I think she's going to stick with him, you know, as long as he can hang on throughout, mm-hmm. you know. Right. Um, right. And I think that's just really important because we see so many situations similar to this, you know, um, in reality that's not scripted. Um, and people come in and say, you know what, I got love for you. I want to fight for you, brother, you know, my sister. And then, you know, a day later, like, who are you? <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, and nobody doesn't seem like she's that person. So, right, right. Well, my MVP for this episode is Remy. Remy is the MVP because he, first of all, is clearly a magical Negro because he just shows up like like he just appears like a puff of smoke Uh to solve and care for everyone. Mm. And his his magical flirtation, his his sexiness is so real that it seeps through the phone from Louisiana to mm. California. Mm. Mm. Like he got in that girl's draws long <laughs> distance. And that my friend is a skill. And you can't take it from him. 
<laughs> so that is why Remy is my MVP. Yes. <laughs> All right, now let's rate this episode. How would you rate this episode on a scale from one to ten sugar canes? Uh, this point system, this and the point system is allowed, so you can do like uh, eight point five. Mm. So, what's your number? Um, I'm going for a solid eight point oh or eight sugar canes. Eight sugar canes. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Um. I'm actually not far off. I'm going to give this one an 8.5. Mm-hmm. I'm going to mm. give it an 8.5. Yeah. So we so we feel good about this episode, mm-hmm. yes? Yes, definitely. Well, then that's it for us, folks. Join us next time for a brand new installment of Queen Sugar's Court. Once again, here's our announcer to remind you how you can interact with us. Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio programs by visiting poppychularadio.com slash archives. You can also download tonight's broadcast and the rest of the series through iTunes. Just search for Queen Sugar's Court and subscribe. Follow us on Tumblr, queensugarscourt.tumblr.com. Follow Poppy Chula Radio on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, and YouTube at Poppy Chula Radio. Do you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns? Email us via contact at poppychularadio.com. Help support Poppy Chula Radio financially by visiting gofundme.com slash poppychularadio. Are you interested in joining the Poppy Chula Radio team as an on-air personality or blog contributor? Email talent at poppychularadio.com. Thanks to our announcer. Um, Please, my dear co-host, wish our good listeners a good night. Good night. Thanks for tuning in. Download new episodes of Queen Sugar's Court on every Monday via iTunes and and the Poppy Chulo Radio archives. New episodes stream via poppychuloradio.com every Monday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. Thank you all so much for joining us and good night.